Welcome to Box Office Bozo, a game show where Neo's podcaster Chris is put to the test to see how well he knows an actor's success. If Chris can guess eight of the top ten highest grossing films in an actor's filmography, he will become a box office boss. But if he cannot, he will become a box office bozo. Play along with or against Chris to see if you can avoid becoming a box office bozo. 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 All right. Chris, how are you feeling tonight? Are you feeling a little squirrely? A little bit. A little are bit. You feeling, you feeling loose? You feeling like you got this? I don't know, because the previous two episodes um, were on my best. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the order that these will be released, probably in which we recorded them, but you're on a bit of a losing streak, Chris. I I am. I need, you have to give me, you know, you have to just tell me the top ten, then I'll just read them back to you. That's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So like I said in the opening, if this is the first episode you're listening to, Chris is going to have ten guesses to guess eight of the top ten domestic box office gross top films in an actor's filmography according to the numbers.com in addition to just guessing on his own he can feel up a friend which consists of I him love, texting someone i love doing it you like filling up a friend and also texting them <laughs> <laughs> where he can ask for their opinion on three and only three movies in that filmography, or he can claim a co-star, which I will just give him a co-star from one of the films on the list to hopefully jog his memory. So Chris, yes, your actor for this evening is, I would say a personal favorite of yours and mine. Okay. Okay. This actor was uh, right in our wheelhouse for quite a while. Um, the kind of actor when we would see was coming out with something, we would both get a little titillated, I would say. Fuck. But then. There's a few of those. There's, a, there's quite a few, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then this actor made some bad choices and was away for quite a while. Away? And, it, and in that, so doth his career. Go away. Do you have a guess from that buildup? Well, the people like Bruce and, and, and Stallone, but I don't know if they ever went away. That was throwing me off here. When I say away, I mean he was literally put away. Oh, my God. I know who it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we doing um Wesley Snipes? We are doing Wesley Snipes. Oh my! Always been on black. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Chris, you have ten guesses to get eight of the top ten movies in Wesley Snipes' oeuvre. If you can do that, you'll be a box office boss. If you can't do it, you still have a chance to become a boss in the redemption round, where I will ask you to name a co-star in all of the top ten movies. Jesus right. Christ. Okay. You know the rules. You know the game. Let's get you off this losing streak, Chris. Oh, my God. Well, I have to go with what has to be one of his biggest was, um, what was the first Blade. Blade came out August 21st, 1998, where he played 
Blade. <laughs> Blade made $70 million and is number three on his list. Number three? <laughs> you're always, you're always in sense. No matter what I say about like the um like I always think with what the big ones are when I'm shocked at not number one, I'm like what the hell is above the one I thought of first? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Blade is uh is a fucking banger, right? Oh my god, yeah, Blade. Blade. Let's be honest, Blade is the beginning of the Marvel universe. Let's just fucking put that out there. You know? It is. And I remember like it, it we we both worked in movie theaters for a very long time. Uh movies that come out in late August are put there for a reason. <laughs> it's because they didn't have any um hopes that they would be summer blockbusters and the end of August is generally where movies go to die. And Blade, to its credit, made $70 million in 1988, which was a lot of money then, um, uh, defying the odds, I would yeah. say. Oh, yeah. And there's talk, you know, that Ali guy from The Notebook. Marsh. Mahershala Ali. Yeah. I think he's playing Blade, and there's people who love it, people who are upset with it. People, there's rumors that Wesley's going to have a cameo in it, which, which they kind of... I don't know. They kind of should like give him a bone. I know he can't be Blade anymore or whatever, but at least have a minute to like honor what he did back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Mahershala Ali is fantastic, so he's, I think he's it will fucking awesome. It will be good. But that that Blade that Blade movie is so good, despite the rest of the cast. That's a shitty cast because when Stephen Dorff. Oh, good thing Ken went back upstairs. She loves Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Stephen Dorff may be one of the worst actors in Hollywood. Wow. What does she like about he, him? He he is th- he he chews scenery like a goat. That dude. You know what's kind of weird is I think she has a thing like like they all Stephen Dorff kind of attitude like Luke Perry kind of style. They all have some kind of like and Skeet from Scream. That kind of look of personality she's really, I think, drawn to. Like dirty and homeless? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why she 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 fell in love with me, I guess. I guess I I don't know. I'm dirty and homeless. <laughs> you better t- take a look at yourself I somehow. Say, I am dirty, goddammit. He's horrible. And he's horrible in that movie. Um this, uh, the special effects are rancid, like that blood god at the end. Well, yeah, that a lot of the blood was like way. Yeah, it was it was horrible. And who was in there? Who was the, the old guy? Chris Chris Christopherson. Yes, that's a joke. And he's like, he's in. There's a time in Blades about getting his ass kicked, and he comes in. And he's I catch you fuckers at a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. bad. The only good part of that movie, other than him, is Donald Log. Who is really good in that? Who was that? He's, he's like the one main henchman. He just keeps like getting body parts chopped off and stuff like that. I remember that a little bit now. Yeah, it, it's been a while since you know. I remember Luke and I watched the first two, then I wanted to watch part three, and never, never got around to it. Well, Blade is number three. You're one for one. Continue. All right. Well, fuck it. I'm gonna say because this is this is this is my. I think I'm. I, th- I wish I could see like my real my theory of this. Like part one does great, 
part two does better than part one, and that part three bombs or doesn't do anything as good. So I will have to say Blade 2 will be my second guess. Blade 2 came out March 22nd, 2002, where he played Blade. <laughs> Blade. He, and the way you say it, he sounds so nice. <laughs> Your friendly daywalking vampire. <laughs> yeah. Blade 2 made $82 million at the box office and is his all-time number one movie. 82. See, it's with him, I guess he hasn't been around long enough to make his his big... 82 sounds like nothing for it to be his top film of all time, you know? He's been in federal prison! <laughs> he couldn't He couldn't leave his little, you know, what's 4x4 four four wall, whatever, you know? <laughs> he may have made some films in the clink. We haven't gotten we, to see those yet. We, we haven't, and I don't know what kind of films he made in there. I don't yeah, want to know. Well, I do. You know, I guess it, it, it is horrible. I guess it puts the always been on black to a whole new meaning, I guess, you know, in jail. Oh, Chris. Chris, you're two for two. Two for two. Well, should I do my theory? Like Blade 3? But I don't know. Like, it didn't do as good as the first two. There's, there's, there's no way. But I like it a lot because of Ryan Reynolds in it. Um. All right, let me let me go with with Blade Three because he's not in much in anything else. That's like his big franchise. So, Blade Three, Blade Trinity, excuse you, <laughs> came out this December eighth. Three. Yeah. It wasn't called Blade Three, but I'm gonna let you slide. Blade okay. Trinity came out December eighth, two thousand four, where he played Blade. <laughs> It's so nice. Come here, Blade. <laughs> it made $52 million at the box office and is his number eight. Oh, see? That's my theory. One does good, sequel does better, and then three does do nearly as good as the first two. Well, I think it's funny. You were just looking for an example of your theory working, and this is it. Well, what the we did? We just did one and like night at the museum in the other episode. Like one was good, two did better, three wasn't even top ten. There you go. Well, Chris, you're onto something. You have three of the top ten. Thirty percent of his top ten movies are Blade. And now yeah. you're on your own with the rest of this. So I go know. for it. Like I'm thinking about Expendables. But I, in a three, I think he was in, but because he was his big comeback, and and Stallone, you know, asked him back, whatever. He, I think that was his first one, maybe out of jail. Maybe he was that was his first film or something like that. It was it was close to it. But I don't think they were in, in the top ten because there's movies after a while, no one cared about. It's, it's it's part three of a franchise, so obviously it's fucking low. So scratch <laughs> that off my list. <laughs> okay. Um, but he's in another Stallone film, which you and I fucking adore. And if you look closely, you see Stallone's balls. Maybe it's just tip of his penis. I'm not really sure. If you eat at Planet Hollywood, you can get a better look at it. <laughs> um, is Demolition Man. That was big for Stallone for a reason, and then it, he was in it too. So that, I'm going with that one. Demolition Man came out October 8th, 1993, where he played Simon Phoenix. It made $58 million. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's good enough for number six on the list. Damn. Uh, how many more guesses do I have? 
You have six guesses. Still? I'm looking at the number. Okay. Yeah, you, there's only four. You're four for four. I'm um, looking at the numbers for Demolition Man. It's interesting. It made $58 million in America. In international yeah. numbers, it made $101 million. Demolition Man was much more successful elsewhere. And uh, when you combine them, it's actually his... Well, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. It's one of his top grossing movies ever if you combine international and domestic why no do you think like do you think like stallone has a gigantic fan base i think yes yeah and I, I i think especially by the time 1993 was rolling around in america he was starting to become less popular but in other parts of the country he was still very popular other parts of the world he was still very very popular do you think rambo 3 was a smash in russia <laughs> I mean, no, because there's, there's probably not that many movie theaters in, in Russia oh, okay. in general, but uh, I wouldn't think they would have been big fans. <laughs> I was just I was just, just wondering that kind of stuff. Like, what, what other movies, you know, like, war movies, are they big over where the war happened at? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Well, you're four for four. Wesley well, Snipes is treating you well. He has, and this one is, I think, maybe where I... Well, not where I first started from. That, that's Major League, but I don't think that's... That's so old, I doubt that's in there. Um, another big one of his, but I think they did good with Woody, was uh, White Man Can't Jump. And I have not watched the remake reboot, and I don't think I want to, to be honest. <laughs> I got about 10 minutes into it. Oh, this, it's that bad, huh? It's that bad. Um, I'm not a fan of that guy. What is his name? Jack. I don't the, know. He, the, he's he's a rapper. Yeah. He played. I I find that guy annoying. Anyway, uh, man. Yeah, it was rough. I turned it right off. But you're going with White Man Can't Jump. Yes. Yeah. White Man Can't Jump came out March 27th, 1992, where he played Sidney Dean. It made $76 million and is his number two all-time wow. highest-grossing movie. Above above Blade? Above Blade. Wow. White Man Can't Jump is one of my all-time favorite movies. I had that poster hanging in my bedroom, like in college. Yeah. That- I have the Funko Pops staring at me right now. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long, which I, I, I might want to now. I might want to re- revisit that one again. I just watched it last week. Yeah? On the treadmill? Did you watch it in 20 minutes? No. Oh. No, this was a sitting on the couch kind of movie. It's so good. <laughs> it's It holds up. It's still that funny. So I guess, how many did I guess? Five? You're Six? five for five. You only need three more. So I'm going with with his like, his, his obvious ones. Like he was he was a star. I want to say, fuck. I want to say, Passenger Fifty Seven. I'll put that out there because he was an action star, and this is right in, in his prime. And I will I will say that one, Dave. Passenger Fifty Seven came out November sixth, nineteen ninety two, where he plays John Cutter. Yeah, John Cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made $44 million. Oh, oh my God, no. And his number? 11 on the list. What? It's not in the top 10? 
No, it is not. Oh my god, you fucking always bet on black. That's your first wrong answer. Is that the one where you highlight your steak and he goes bloody? Bloody, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that the I remember we used remember the we live somewhat close to Allentown. We live close to Allentown yeah. here where we are in this part of Pennsylvania, and there was a really cool theater in Allentown that would show midnight movies every. Was it Friday? Friday, Friday or Saturday, Saturday, yeah. Or, or both, maybe. It might have been both. Um, it was the kind of place where you would go and see a Rocky Horror Picture Show, and they'd yeah. give you the bag, and you'd throw the toast, and I was like, yeah, whatever, I get it. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But they used to show their general movies, too. And another friend of ours, who's also named Chris, not not you, Chris, he was notorious. We, I would be at his house. I'd be, <laughs> like, sleeping, I would be like sleeping over his house or whatever, and it would be like 1150. <laughs> Yeah, and he would go. You want to go to the movies? And I'd be like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, it starts in ten minutes. Well, let's go." We would jump in the car and drive there, and almost make it because he drove really fast. But right. I remember walking in on that movie late and being very annoyed because you and I are the same. I like to get there early. Yeah. I don't want to miss get a settled. Second. Yep. Yes, and we walked in right when the lady is counting the passengers and she's like 56 57 and no it's him way. and i was like that's right when we walked in i mean remember we missed like 10 minutes of the movie yeah 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 but that's a great movie it's 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 one of his it's like it's die hard on a plane you know that's one of those die hard ripoffs you know yeah but he's watched it a lot i remember the guy oh wasn't he in the original like dungeons and dragons yeah the one <laughs> pain his last name yeah, is alex, um, alex pain is that his first name? His last name is Payne. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's in the t- the 2000 Dungeons and Dragons with the blue lipstick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Chris, you have four guesses left. You need to go three for four. I think the next three right? You can still get one wrong. You still need to get three right in four guesses. Well... I said all the blades. I said the basketball. I want. I'm thinking of the other Woody Harrelson Money Train, which I fucking remember. Me and you loving that movie. Very much so. I want to say, but I know he was in. He wasn't a star. He was in the sequel to The Fugitive, that was a smash, big, big smash film. And Tommy Jones came back, and I think this did well for Tommy. I don't think people cared much about who he was after. They just wanted to see him reprise his Oscar-winning role. Um, Sam Gerard is that the guy's name? Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I will say uh, U.S. U.S. Marshals is my next guess. U.S. Marshals came out March 6, nineteen ninety-eight, where he played Sheridan. It made fifty-eight million dollars. And is number seven on the list. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good job. You only need two more. Yeah. That was, uh, they got everybody back. They got Joey Pantoliano. Um, Robert Dennett Jr. was in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he was, um, his sidekick, right? Um, same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he played yeah. Robert Downey Jr., the wisecracking fill in the blank. Man, there's nothing else. I like guess. See, now I'm thinking of his like his like his stupid stuff, which I don't really. 
Like I'm thinking of his like of course Major League and Major League Two, but I can't see that shit being in there. I can't. Um, is he, is he even in part two? I don't think he's in part two, is he? They replaced him with Omar Epps. That's right. Um, he's in like all those classic ones, like um, the like he's in he's in another airplane movie. I don't know what that one's called. Um, fuck. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Don't forget your lifelines. Oh, that's right. You may feel up a friend, or you may claim a co-star. Who knows Snipes? I want to text Tess Cal again. She'll just say whatever I just fucking said. I should always use that first, you know. Um, I'm gonna well, just, I'm gonna, I'm going out on, on a limb here because I just can't think of anything else that he's really bending except for the obvious ones. And I said Major League earlier, but I, it's so old. I don't know if it made that much money. But I'll have to go with the first Major League. That's I'm going Major to League yeah. came out April 7th, 1989. That's too it's old. a good idea. You release it around the start of the baseball season. That's, That's what I was sure. going to say. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. It made $50 million and is That's number nine good. on the list. Willie Mays Hayes. No, that's that's what, number nine? Number nine. You only need one more, Chris. Oh, my God. And you have two guesses. So if I, I, I can get one more wrong and so go for another guess, right? That is correct. That, that, that's how the show works? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of... I'm thinking... I'm, see, with, the thing with me is I think of posters because I, I remember the posters more than the movie sometimes because I used to hang them up and I have, I have all these posters probably from his career. Hmm, probably. Um... He's he's in. Uh, this he's in a movie. Um, I think it's I, I think it's Sean Connery. There's that's like a Japanese poster. The faces are on it. Um, Rising Sun, I think, is what it's called. Rising Sun. There's no way. Who wants to go see a Sean Connery movie? Like, in, was that even? I thought that was even kind of fucking boring. To tell you the truth, it's a bit boring. Yeah. Um. That that can't be in there. Um, then yeah, it was the, about like Japanese, like corrupt Japanese business. Yeah, I don't even think. I think I saw. Oh, it's gonna be action. I don't even think it had much action in it. It's all talk. Um, one of his his most well known movies is that New Jack City, um, Spike Lee. <sighs> I, can't I don't think it. New Jack City was a Spike Lee movie. Oh, oh no. Okay. No. Um, the thing of you know, we already did Swayze too long, Fu, but I don't know. I, I, oh my god, you, who is who is is he the star in that New Jack City? Is he like the lead in that movie? You could tell me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, was he the star in that movie? I don't know. I'm running out of ideas. I'm just gonna say. Because it's not no one. No one saw Sean Connery. If it wasn't a Bond movie or The Rock, no one cares about Sean Connery. Even if it was Medicine Man, <laughs> <laughs> I found the cure for the plague of the 20th century, yeah. and I've lost it. 
He loses a lot of a lot of stuff. I lost them, you know. Okay, now I've lost my glasses. I will have to. Oh, is that Mr. Forrester? Whatever. Is that the one? Of- <laughs> Finding Forrester. That's it. Um, fuck it. I'm running my ideas, and then the most obvious choice that he's in is New Jack City. So I will. I just need. I need one more, right? You need one more. All right. If this isn't in it, my next guess would be Rising Sun. So I would say New Jack City. Final right. answer. New Jack City came out March 8th, 1991, where he played Nino Brown. I would say New Jack City was a uh, game-changing movie because it changed the way um, movies were released. Why? Because yeah. it was released on a Friday, like movies generally are, and there was a lot of violence and rioting and because white people are in charge of making the decisions they just figured it was a bunch of it was a bunch of black guys and they can't all be together at once watching a movie so black movies from that point on were going to come out on Wednesdays do you remember this no yeah New Jack City, there was all kinds of violence. And because white people think they always have the answer, they decided that movies like that, that featured black casts and and that kind of thing, would come out on Wednesdays. I never knew that. And that happened for like quite a while. Because they figured, I guess people are less likely to go out and... During the week. And and, and cause trouble on a Wednesday than a Friday. Right, (laughs) right. Because that's that's how... People think, yeah. I mean, it's completely ethnocentric thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's... But I that was their that. solution. Was yeah, like for a while, it would be like something that would have an all-black cast. It'd be like, oh, gets a Wednesday release. Surprised they didn't say, oh, Sunday afternoons. Right, I mean, that, that was their answer. So, I'm leaving you twisting in the wind here a little, Chris. Yeah, because I, I, I can't think of anything else that he was in that was like... A, a sm- I don't know, a smash. New Jack City made $47.6 million. And his number... Mm-hmm. 10 on the list. Chris, you are a box office boss. Are you kidding me? Like, that's in yes. the top... How old is it? What year is that down? 1991. And that's number we 10? Yeah. Oh, we were God. seniors in high school. That's his number 10. You have won the game, I Wesley Snipes. My goodbye, bozo. Hello, boss. <laughs> Always bet on boss. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I got eight of his ten. Yeah, and had I let you guess even another one, because you said you had another guess, you would have been in good shape with that. Let me tell you the list. Okay, um, you do very well, and I, I, I love Snipes. I do too. I think for, I mean, most of the nineties, I thought he was possibly the coolest actor on the big screen. Did you, I know how much nobody cooler than Wesley Snipes. I knew how much we both idolized Eddie Murphy. Did you think Wesley was cooler than, than Eddie during back then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Wesley Snipes was like, when I, when Wesley Snipes would come on, would come on a movie. Yeah. I, I sat up and paid attention. I watched all of these movies because it was like, there is nobody cooler than this dude on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, Blade Two was number one at 80, 82, 80, yeah, eighty-two-ish million dollars. Uh, then White Man Can't Jump. Then number three was Blade. Number four, you did not get. This is tough. And uh, only when I saw the list, I, I remembered this, but I would not have given uh, gotten this. If I, if you were to have claimed a co-star, I Go was going to give you this. Uh, this movie came out December twenty second, nineteen ninety five. Your co-star is Whitney Houston. In ninety five, he was in the Bodyguard, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think was like ninety or something like that. Um, Ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston movies. There was the 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 only thing I know that that she's in is the preacher's wife. I think it's called. Oh yeah, and With Denzel. Uh, the other one, um, a bunch of ladies on the poster, like like mm-hmm. uh, exhaling or something. Wait, That's wait it. In the exhale. That's it. He's in that? Yeah, he's one of the dudes like that, you know, there's like I forget who all the other women are. Um but he's one of the love interests. They're all James like laughing Wheeler. on the poster or something, or they're having a time in their life yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's his that, that's his number four, waiting to exit. Number four? Yeah, it made sixty seven million dollars. Probably it had to be because of her. Yeah. She's she was like, you know, in, so. in a prime back then. Such a big star. Yeah. Um, Next, number five, 1993's Rising Sun. That's bullshit. Who saw that movie? Made $63 million. Why? That's a a hit. Yeah, it is a hit, but I remember it being... I remember I was excited. I think I I thought it looked like, like, I don't know, like some kind of like Lethal Weapon team up or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was wrong. I remember being disappointed by it as well. Yeah. Um, he has a few action scenes, but other than that, it was a lot about, you know, business espionage. Yeah. And stuff like that. It was kind of slow. Yeah. Uh, also, 1993 Demolition Man, Simon Phoenix, we've talked one already. One of the best movies ever. I mean, can't think of it. And, and patterned his character after Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he even had the blonde <laughs> hair, right? And shit. Yeah, this one, Dennis Rodman had a different hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a great movie. He's so great in it. Um, then U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah. Kind of a stinker, I think. Yeah, it was. Compared to The Fugitive, it's like, this is, this is, this is like day and night, you know? Yeah. Then Blade Trinity. If, if you want to go down a fun rabbit hole, um, read all of like the behind the scenes Blade Trinity stuff and how he, at that point was gone. Wesley Snipes. He, I think he made the cast refer to him as blade. No, um, he would not speak to Ryan Reynolds. And, uh, what's uh Timberlake's wife's name? Um, Jessica Beal. Jessica Beal wouldn't speak to them. In fact, I think he damn right. And I could see Ryan Reynolds, like seeing, you know, how much he hated him and kind of like, Poking the bear. Yeah, poking the bear. Absolutely. I can see yeah. Ryan Reynolds doing that. But I remember that's a, that was an early Ryan Reynolds, and we were like, I think this guy's pretty freaking great. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the guy from Van Wilder. Yeah. He's great. I, that's one of my all-time favorites, Van Wilder, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but he hated him. Wesley Snipes hated Ryan Reynolds. So there's a lot of really great behind-the-scenes stuff that Ryan Reynolds has come out and said, but he just didn't give a shit. Did they... Um, had to say Blade or Mr. Blade? 
I think they called him Blade. Wow, that's 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 bad. He was bitter because that was the third one, and they're going to make this movie, and now he had these two co-stars, and I think that he was bitter that it wasn't just another Blade movie. It was, you know, he was being upstaged a little. He had to share so, yeah, screen time with, with the other two. Yeah, like they had a lot of screen time. Ryan Reynolds had his one-liners, and Wesley Slaves did not like that one bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just... This was like was Ryan big yet? Was this his first? No, nah. I didn't think he was that that huge. No. Um. Yeah. Blade Trinity. Then Major League. Willie Mays Hayes. I can't another. believe that that's in the top ten. Like for for being so old, you know. What a great movie! It's one of my all time favorites. It, it is. It is fantastic. Don't steal home without it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then New Jack City, where he plays Nino Brown, which has become a cult classic. Um. People. You know, as as time has gone on and people go back and revisit it, they see what a good movie it is. Um, Ice T, Judd Nelson, Chris Rock is really Chris Rock plays a crackhead in that. He's so good in that movie. Um, and, and then that's not a um, Spike Lee joint, whatever it says. It's not a Spike Lee movie. I never knew. I know I he did make. Movie. He's in um, Jungle Fever. That's a Spike Lee movie. Okay, but uh, uh, Ice T or uh, New Jack City. I don't know who made that. We look it up. Um, and then that's out of the top 10. So Passenger 57, The Expendables 3 is number 12. Oh, so it almost was there. His character's name is Doc. And to to further this point of how the rest of the world views Stallone and maybe these other aging box office stars. Yeah. The Expendables 3 in America made $39 million. Worldwide, not including America, it made $170 million. Jesus Christ. For a total of $209 million. It is his all-time worldwide highest movie. And do you know who he has to thank for that? Stallone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow. I guess people in other countries are sticking with like you know the 80s action, action stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Tu Wan Fu. Then Money Train, which is a really great movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was where we first were aware of Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Then Jungle Fever, The Art of War. Art oh, of man. War. Drop Zone. You remember that one? It was That's like the airplane one. <laughs> Skydiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, there's other good movies on here. Wildcats. Wildcats is such a good movie. Is that Russell and, and, and Woody back then? It's Goldie Hawn. Ah, okay. She's the coach. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're high, they're on the high school football team. Murder at 1600. I remember being excited about that because I was still really into Wesley Snipes. That so was weak. There's like, yeah, somebody kills somebody at the White House and it mm -hmm. turned out that it was the president or something like that. Um, this is the one I'm majorly disappointed in because I fucking love this movie. Yeah. 1996. He plays Bobby Rayburn. And the fan. The fan. Yeah. Only made $18 million. That movie was fun to watch, too. Hey, Bobby! Hey, Bobby! I love the fan. Yeah. Probably because it's about baseball, but I think it's a great story, too. It's a, it's it's overacted. It's very ham-handed, but um, really great. I, I want to watch the fan. Yeah, that's that's been a long time since I I, I seen that one. I don't know. Yeah, 
Uh, Sugar Hill, Mo Bitter, Mo Bitter Booze, Boiling Point. I remember some of these. Oh, we both, this next one, we both saw this and he's only in it um, as a ringside fan, but he was in Play It to the Bone. Who's in that? That's the Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas boxing, boxing movie. One. Oh my where God. they're friends and they have to fight each other. He's in the crowd. Because I think I think it was made by Ron Shelton who made White Man Can't Jump. I bet you so, him and Woody were just buddies back then and shit. Yeah, so like there was this Wesley and Woody teaming yeah. a couple of times. Um, but that's about it. Some of this other stuff down here. Forget about it. Um, oh, Coming to America too has no box office because it was uh, what was it? Prime and Netflix or a Prime? I think it was Prime. Yeah. But he was he was like the villain, wasn't he? I think he was. Yeah, he was the, the other tribe leader. I think. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like shit comes out on like on on streaming. How do they? This is weird. How do they make movies on streaming, and how do they make money? They, I guess they, make, they figure the better entertainment that they offer with their original programming, the more subscribers they get. But that doesn't mean. I'm joining Amazon Prime to see Come America 2. They could be joining Prime to watch Jack Ryan. You know what I mean? Could be. Like, how do you know how many people watched it and how much money How much money would it have made? Like, that's the thing sometimes. Like, part four of Bethel's Cops is on this, this summer on Netflix. It's like, that's a movie I want to see in theaters, but that's the kind of movie that might bomb in theaters. You know what I mean? I'm sure they know, based on like clicks or watches how many people are watching it and they have some kind of algorithm that to them makes sense that they can pay someone like Eddie Murphy X amount of dollars to make coming America Two or Beverly Hills cup four. And it, it fits into their bottom line. Hmm. That must, that, that just seems harder to like do the math and figure out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back in the nineties when these people were making movies, like, you know, whatever Mel, Tom Hanks, they were, you know, Brad Pitt, twenty million a, uh, a picture. Like, does that happen today? Still, I don't think it does. I don't know. I I don't know how. I don't know how a lot of the entertainment world does business anymore with the availability of movies and music. Um, I don't know how musicians make money. Every song that's ever been made is free on YouTube, in, including brand new albums. Yeah. If Foo Fighters came out with a new album tomorrow, I wouldn't have to pay a dime for it, and I could listen to it free. So I guess they just make money on touring and merchandise and things like that. I don't know. I don't know how entertainers make money anymore. Yeah, I don't know how either. I don't know how they, you know, the twenty, the Will Will Smith back in the day, he was getting twenty million a picture for all the July Fourth movies. I mean, I just don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how. I know there's some millionaires, but how are they making their money now? They look like they used to. It's weird. Yeah. Somebody must know because you know that, that they're not just throwing money at people for no reason. Everybody has a bottom line and they're controlling it. I don't really care what these people make um, because they're all wealthier than anybody ever needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much shit, shit you can buy, you know? Yeah. But Wesley Snipes got you out of your losing streak. Damn right. Always bet on Snipes. <laughs> Congratulations, Chris. You're a box office boss. Thank you. It, it, it feels good being on top. Now, good. I won because I was by myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I had but someone against me, you, I don't know. You could still lose if you're by yourself. So give yourself some credit. Well I'm, done. Thank you. 
Thank you very much uh, for for hosting this, and thank you for listening. And what did you do? Were you a bozo? Were you a boss? Or are you a bitch? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have to do to be that? Yeah, there 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 should be a rule. If I don't get any right, I'm a box office bitch. If you go over, yeah, yeah. If I go, if I don't get one right, I'm a bitch. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, thank you, listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>